0: Okay, here we go. So Something, something, something. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody, I'm James Atten. I'm podcast Rob. And we are now in the second month of the year, and it is the beginning of the month, which means we are going to be starting with another one of our famous first of the month episodes of the Something Something Something, (gasps) Cast. Something Something Cast. So yeah, February. All right, this is this is a good topic. I know it, this kind of this topic morphed. Uh, it did a little bit, but I think the one that you landed on was a very good one. It made me go revisit some stuff that I legitimately had completely forgotten about.
1: Yeah, um, like I see. I know you're not a fan of like you know video shorts, but like every now and then on like YouTube Shorts or on uh, Facebook Reels, I'll see like you know one or two lines from one of these. Uh, what we're doing is our top burns from celebrity roasts. And I mean, there
0: are some good ones. There are. I mean, I, um, when I first had the idea, when rather when I, when you first said the idea, I was like, all right, I want to go back and, like, look at some old Dean Martin stuff. And I, and I watched a couple of them, and, like, they're good, but they don't have a lot of cultural relevance, or they're way too racist. They're way
1: too everything. Yeah. Like, I did the same thing. I'm like, you know, yeah, a lot of these are, like, you know, Comedy Central roasts of... And I said, I want to I dive back into, like, you know, the old Friars Club roasts.
0: Right, and I 100%. Wanna, I want
1: to start looking at some of those and try to figure out... And I'm sitting there, and I started watching one of them... <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're not
1: <laughs> Like the audience is laughing Because Right of course Of course they are The people on the dais are laughing Because I think you might be Contractually obligated to Or Frank Sinatra will shoot you But Like I sit here Notepad open And I watched one For about 35 40 minutes And pen Never touched paper Cause I'm mm-hmm. like I can't use Any of
0: these No Oh and my
1: good lord! I managed to to scrounge one from one of the old school Friars Club roasts, and I'll I'll, oh, ta- cool. I'll talk about it when we get there. <coughs> um, and I think it was it was the only way that it could have gone about happening. And I don't want to preface it too much. I don't want to blow it up too much. We'll, okay. we'll talk yeah. about it when we get there.
0: Well. Uh, we should sort of preface this episode before we get to our choices that these are based on the kind of the for the most part, comedy Central Friars Club Roasts and assorted. There will be some um, uh, naughty humor in here. these These lines are said with uh, the with laughtered intention of all parties, but they're not all <laughs> made for PG television.
1: We've been doing this podcast for 10 years. Like, I mean, okay, I guess the disclaimer works if this is like the first episode of ours anybody has ever heard.
0: But these jokes are these but... jokes. Like, where, when I did, all right, look, when I did the, the, uh, the rabble cast, like, I didn't care. I was a 20 something year old kid. We lived in a world where nobody really thought about the consequences of their words for good or for ill. Sure. Shock radio was all the buzz. Like,
1: I mean, maybe the disclaimer we, is we didn't write any of these jokes. We are merely, yes. we are merely reading Vessels. these jokes as yeah, uh, transposing. But these like, jokes. back
0: then, I would make a, a I, let's say an Owen Hart joke, and I would like I would, no care in the world. Nowadays, I'd be like, oh, you know, that's not the sort of thing you're gonna want to say in. Is the audience right for such a thing? Because right, but that's I'm the difference. Smart.
1: You made the Owen Hart joke. We yes. are not making these jokes. You're we correct. are We are listing these jokes.
0: But we should at least address the fact that these jokes are of the same variety.
1: I mean, anybody who, who is familiar with the Friars Club roast or the Comedy Central roast know uh, one of the the, the Friars Club roasts that I did watch the MC, the host of the evening was Johnny Carson. Okay. And he made it very clear, you know to the people who were listening or to the people who were there, you know these jokes, are only funny because they come from a place of love, they come from a place of respect, they come from a place of camaraderie, which is why we feel comfortable enough to say these kind of jokes and make this kind of humor at our intended target. None of it is meant from hate or from bigotry or from anything else. Not that that really makes any of some of the stuff that was said back in the day any easier, but, yet, none of these were done... I'll say hateful. most of these were not done <laughs> to be hateful. Yeah, <laughs> There's one or two in a year where I think maybe it might straddle
0: the line there a bit. Um, I had a roast when I was, uh, when I worked at the coffee house, they did a birthday roast for me. And to that very point. Quite a few of my friends came up. They told some jokes, but one or two people who I was like, why are they letting them say words? Exactly. They're not going to say anything nice. That's not. This is not going to be fun. And, and really. The, the audience responses to them showed it. The only people
1: who can really insult you really, really well are people who know you. We'll love you. <laughs> well, well that's, but I mean... It's the way I was raised. I know it. Yeah, like they can't, you know... You're a random stranger, you're an idiot. Yeah, thanks, yeah. dude. Sit down. Um, Let the guy who's known me for 10 years get up to the microphone. You want to see, see a bloodbath.
0: The... I will say that watching these and going back through the years of the Comedy Central roasts, there was one in particular, maybe this will start us off, I don't know if you have any from this one, uh, where I watched it and went... <laughs> wow, the entire like world of Hollywood has changed from this specific roast on after uh two of the people on the dais are are no longer Hollywood tops, and literally when I say tops, I mean like two of the guys that were on the front of on the top of this dais were on their way to becoming super mega super super superstars and uh that was the roast of James Franco
1: oh. <laughs> I have, I have, yeah. I have one for me on there. I, I um, tried my best to not duplicate roasts because I, you okay. could easily get like ten or twelve just from one. Yeah, so I, like I want to a couple. I want to bounce around a bit. So, but well, I
0: about- do. Oh, I was going to say I do have one comedian that appears uh, a little more than the rest, but we'll get there.
1: Okay. Uh, why don't you kick us off?
0: Sure. Uh, we'll start with the James Franco roast. Okay. Um, James Franco. Uh, No longer Persona Grata in Hollywood, as well as Jonah Hill, neither of them, which I thought was just crazy to think about. And Seth Rogen in the middle, poor stoner, giggly son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, But the joke was from Sarah Silverman on the James Franco roast that was to Jonah Hill, where she says, Jonah, what a body transformation. You've come a long way from the days that you were Sonny Bono and Cher's child.
1: Wow. I fucking lost it. He, I am, I am, I'm not a fan of his.
0: I mean, nobody is anymore. But well, no, I get it. Yeah,
1: but I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his. Even before I, he turned into a raging asshole. Yeah, and I think they even made a comment to him in that roast about how much of an asshole right he had top. become. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that, and that's funny because the, not to tangent us so quickly, but uh, the movie "This Is the End" that it was him and Franco and Rogan, all those boys. Like they they wrote those characters based off of them, right? And in it, Jonah's a real pretentious twat. <laughs> Go and figure! Like, yeah, um, and after that, he became friends with you know Hollywood A list, DiCaprio, all that. So, and then he became a. We learned that, that he's an ass, a giant uh, douchebag. Yeah. Sarah Silverman lampooning him, and he he ate it hard in that oh, episode yeah. for good oh, reason. Yeah. So I will. I also
1: have one from the James Franco roast.
0: Excellent. Uh, This is uh, Natasha Leggero. It's it's going to be the one that I have literally written next. That I have an X next to. To Bill Hader. (laughs) Yup.
1: Bill Hader, you are this generation's Phil Hartman. Hopefully. Yup. Like that. Even when she, even when that James Franco roast came out, which is still years ago, that might have been a little too soon. It might still be too soon for a joke like be. that.
0: Right. So, on that roast, I learned something about a Bill Hader very specifically, and that is number one, he has an amazing sense of humor. Oh, sure. He is laughing at everything. He is enjoying the shit out of himself and his bit. He goes up as like Mr. Hollywood, and uh, he's very funny. But that joke. He laugh, Laughing at every joke, he looks and just kind of wide eyes goes, oh, my God. Yeah,
1: there are some jokes where everybody laughs and everybody kind of gets that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to put my hand over my mouth. Kind of, wow, that came out mm-hmm. of nowhere. And then there are jokes that just, like, punch people in the dick. This was a dick punch joke. Like, this really was... It was short, it was concise, it was brutal, and, like, the entire room just kind of went, Oh!
0: <gasps> yeah. Good stuff. It's in uh, in our annals of lists, I've come to learn that, you know, you and I will occasionally duplicate, and so this was my emergency pull if, but it was a only a last resort in case we had duped a couple times. Okay. Because it was so... But I didn't want to use it on my list because it was just a...
1: Yeah, air yeah, out of room.
0: Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um but I do have if well let's see if let's see how far we can ladder this. I do have another Natasha Legere joke. Oh, okay. Uh and that is from the Justin Bieber <sighs> one which I hadn't seen.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um which is very funny cuz it's it just is. But she has a joke where talking to Bieber and she just goes Selena Gomez had to fuck you. She is literally the Selena with the worst luck in all of entertainment.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was that was another one that was kind of like a little too soon almost.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean, but that one's also a uh, take a minute, take a breath, think about what she Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's you got to have at least a little bit of knowledge to know how brutal that joke was. Yeah.
1: She was really good in that one. I don't have any from the Bieber roast, Mm -hmm. but uh, she had some good ones on Kevin Hart in that one, too. Yeah. About how uh, Kevin Hart does his own stunts, he gets out of the bathtub (laughs) on his own, he he goes up on his wife, which is kind of a deep cut. You have to think about that one for a bit. Yep.
0: Yeah, there was one where... um, Oh, what did she go... I can't remember who called him it, but called him... um, Shaq's was he Shaq's dick? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I've uh, uh I, I don't know if it was necessarily her. No, it wasn't
0: her. One of them, but one somebody,
1: them specifically. somebody, yeah, somebody had said uh that it was uh, Kevin. Harden. Oh no, it was uh, it was. I know who it was. I know exactly who it was. It was Pete Davidson. You're right. Who yes, said it was? Who Pete said Pete it was an honor to be in a roast hosted by Shaq's dick? And then you wanna have to say that Shaq has busted seventy nine. Uh, no, Shaq b- has busted eight backboards and seventy nine cervixes.
0: <laughs> a young Pete, da- a, a Pete Davidson, before he has gone on to become that guy in Hollywood. Yeah, it's very exactly. Interesting before he
1: has become finger quote Pete Davidson. <laughs> yes.
0: Yep. One hundred percent.
1: That was mine. All right, I'm going to move on to uh, this is the Bruce Willis roast. This was hosted great. by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. which a lot of people called uh, Joseph Boring-Levitt. Ah, uh, I, love, I love JGL. Um, I love this. But this was the rebuttal. So this is Bruce Willis to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, great. Uh, okay, I don't
0: have any from this one.
1: Joseph played a younger me in Looper. Couldn't do it. There's only one actor who successfully played me. Demi Moore. <laughs> And she made a whole lot more money than you did, sweetheart. (laughs) Such, I mean, to be fair, he had a lot of Demi Moore jokes made about him on that roast. Oh, I'm sure. And then she came out as a guest that, like, she wasn't on the dais. Mm -hmm. After everybody else on the dais went... She was announced, and she came out of backstage, and even Bruce was like, what is going on? Uh. And she ripped him a few new ones, too, which was pretty hilarious.
0: I didn't rewatch that one, but I vaguely remember it might have been Gilbert Gottfried who refers to Aston Kutcher as his son. Like, who calls him Ashton, oh, Ashton Kutcher's father's here. <laughs> oh, there were quite a few of those jokes, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Some
1: uh, something about uh, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Willis had a short-lived TV show, um, but it's okay because they've already filled that slot with Ashton Kusher. <coughs> and that's the second time that's happened to you. And everybody was right. like, "What?" And the the best is like all of his kids were at a table right in the front row. Mm-hmm. They were laughing harder than anybody in that fucking audience. I'm, it I was did notice. Absolutely
0: it. hilarious. In all the ones I watched where they show the kids, uh, very specific to one I'll move to next, um, the kids are all very much in on the joke, oh, and thankfully yeah. so. Uh, I think none better appreciated than the Alec Baldwin roast. Oh, God, yeah, that was another one. <sighs> and that, I mean, his daughter Ireland, this is after he had left a phone call that became all the tabloid news called, her a pig and a bunch. But um, none of my quotes from I have two from this one, but we'll go with one right now. Not about Alec Baldwin at all. In this case, it was uh, Alec Baldwin to Jeff Ross. And I thought it was, it's one of those like old Shriners jokes that just made me fucking giggle. Where he says, Jeff Ross, you are so fat on your birthday, you blow out the candles and wished for another cake.
1: That's good. (laughs) It's such an
0: old school kind of Shrinery joke. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And some of those are my favorites. I love some of the guys that go up there and don't play with format. They, 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 oh, like, yeah. I'm going to do old Borscht belt comedy and you're not yeah, yeah, going to yeah. stop me.
1: <laughs> and Jeff Ross is a weird character. Like, he kind of built a reputation about being like Roastmaster General. Mm-hmm. And he kind of became the MC for almost all of these Comedy Central roasts. Yeah. But he went through this weird transformation where he was funny shock comedian with the afro who would just get up there and verbally abuse people to i i don't know like it, it's almost like the same kind of well it's almost the same kind of thing that franco went through where he went through into this like weird kind of mm transformation about his attitude and persona. All of a sudden now Jeff Ross is showing up dressed as like Muammar Gaddafi <laughs> to one roast, <laughs> yeah. or as Prince to Prince. another roast, and you're like, I don't quite understand what you're going for other than, hey, I'm Jeff Ross and I'm fucking wacky now.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it just went weird. Um but- to to that point, real quick, just, I remember Jeff Ross from years ago from watching Comedy Central. He's always been just sort of an odd cat because the first comedy bit I remember of his, and it's one that I, I kept in my brain for years, he did comedy poetry. Right. And he, he went up and he goes, this is a poem called I Miss Her Sometimes. I missed my girlfriend the other day, but then I backed up and hit her. Yeah. I miss her sometimes. I was like, that. okay, that's very, very good. But that's very his his style. Yeah, yeah, He absolutely. gets very artsy sometimes. Yeah.
1: Um, All right, your turn. So speaking of uh, ragging on Jeff Ross, I'm going to go it. to the David Hasselhoff roast. Oh, okay. This is Whitney Cummings to Jeff Ross. Jeff, you're so disgusting. I wouldn't have sex with you if I were Hulk Hogan and you were Brooke Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> And it was made all the more, you know, beautiful by the fact that Hogan was on the dais to Hogan's be one of the right roasters. There. And he literally just did this kind of like slow turn to Jeff Ross. And it's like, really? Like you're dragging me into your shit now? But <laughs> that was, uh, Anybody who's a wrestling fan, that yeah. that joke hits home on a different level.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Especially if you've ever seen him just weirdly massaging suntan oil into his daughter. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Very, so very strange. weird. Very, very weird. Um, On that dais was Pamela Anderson, and I don't remember whether this joke was from the Hasselhoff one or from the Pamela Anderson one because she had her own. Yeah, yeah, she did. But it was Greg Giraldo, Ugh. whom is a missed soul in this universe. 1,000%. Dude went up on these roasts and was just a, just a machine gun of, I don't know you people. I don't care. I've written very funny things and I'm going to say them. And like every single person, he, inter- he talks like, hey, you, you fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy, a giant pile of grease with a mouth. Yeah. They all get these like obnoxious tags. But he said to Pam Anderson, Pam. You've made me spill more seed than Muhammad Ali at a bird feeder. <laughs> wow, not where I thought that joke was going. Nope.
1: Uh, it takes a left turn. I don't know if it was, I, uh, it was at the Pamela Anderson Roast. I don't know if it was him or Jeff Ross, but one of them made a comment about Courtney Love.
0: I might have that one on my list.
1: That Kurt Cobain had been dead for so many years and somehow Courtney Love still looks worse. It's on my list. And she's like the next day she checked herself into rehab because of that
0: joke. Oh, yeah. It was Jeff Ross. Uh, at the oh, was oh,
1: sorry yep. to steal that from you.
0: It's all good. It's, how is it? Courtney Love looks worse than Kurt Cobain. Yeah, exactly. Rough. I mean, and she's, to be fair... Through that whole roast, she is completely like soused. Oh, she stands 1, up. One thousand percent. Times. Yeah. Uh she doesn't know when to shut the hell up. No. But, yep. No problem. It's a good enough line. Take it. All right. But, I kinda I kinda like
1: that the that, uh, the the variance that we have in all of these. Because very it, much it's so. very easy to tag back and forth. I also have a Greg Giraldo line. Oh, uh, very good. Is th- this is to the wild. this is <laughs> to the Comedy Central roast of Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, so good. Please. Larry, your fans can't even afford cable. They don't come to see you cuz you're funny. <laughs> it's that they've never seen a cable guy before. You could have called yourself other things your fans have never seen, like Larry the dentist or Larry the high school diploma. <laughs> he went in on these blue collar comedy tour guys like he almost made ron white walk off stage
0: yeah he has one line to uh jeff foxworthy and it's not on my list but he will call it my stand-in where he says to him he goes you know what's great is that jeff foxworthy in the 80s when everybody was doing uh observational shitty comedy you did the exact same thing but with a twa- but with a southern accent. Yeah. Great twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he was fucking brilliant. I admittedly like I couldn't help but I have a couple from him. Oh yeah. Um you can you
1: can literally go to YouTube and just look at Greg Giraldo roasts and they'll have like it's like hour and a half long comp- uh, compilation yep. of just shit that he said. Oh, absolutely.
0: I, they, there's a couple guys, there was him is Artie Lang dead? I seem to think that Artie Lang's dead, but I say that every time and I find out he's alive and I'm surprised <laughs> uh, um, I'm not
1: sure of him, honestly
0: but uh, I have one other comedian who has since passed but we'll go with another Greg Giraldo where at the Joan Rivers roast, he uh, said to Gilbert Godfrey, and I just recently watched a Gilbert Godfrey documentary, so I recognized how cheap Gilbert is Gilbert, you're so notoriously cheap I'm surprised you're here but man, you tightened up your belt and you came. You're like a modern day David Carradine.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Motherfucker. Wow, that's good. Like the <laughs> And yes, Artie Lang is still alive.
0: Okay. It's, a, it's really a surprise. But like that's a joke that's so perfectly formed. Yeah. It makes me mad. Like, how do you get that in your head to go? Oh, god damn, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's
1: a lot of uh, roasts where you see it coming a mile away, and it lands, and it's still funny. And then there's other jokes that they throw out there that you're just like, wow, I did not see that one coming at no. all. Took a left turn, yeah. and it
0: just went dark.
1: Uh, there's one... <laughs> I want to. I don't remember what roast it was from, um, and this isn't on my list, but just another example. Yeah, it please. was. I can't remember who the comedian was either. But oh, Nikki Glasser. Okay. Or Nikki Glaser. Sorry, Nikki yes. Glaser. Yeah. She was talking about Peyton Manning was on
0: the dais. Oh my god, all of the Peyton Manning jokes were so good And she's like, Peyton, I
1: love you Peyton, I've been watching you for years That commercial that you do That is fantastic You are like <laughs> the best commercial Spokesperson, you're like the Tom Brady of commercial Spokespeople And like, he, even he Just went into like, face scrunched Eye winced peals of laughter Yeah, Because you're just like You didn't quite know where She was gonna go with it and and the way it landed, chef's kiss. It's just
0: magical. Chef's kiss. I I <sighs> had, I didn't put any of the Peyton Manning ones on there because it, it felt rude that, to take those away from you since they're sports people.
1: <laughs> well, That's, I have a non-sports one that I'm going to go to on my list. This is from the Comedy Central roast of Flava Flave. Very good. This is Lisa Lampinelli <laughs> to Carrot Top. Oh, God. You know, I used to think people called you Carrot Top because of your red hair. Now I know it's because people want to see you buried up to your forehead in dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Carrot Top fan. <sighs> even more so since beca- since he's become, like, fucking jacked. It's like, A strange Rocky seems, Dennis guy? Yeah, he seems even less funny now because he's, he feels more belligerent.
0: And it feels like his skin is, like, pulled across his skull. It's strange. Yeah, he's he's an odd one. He's a shape. <gasps> he
1: is! He's <laughs> like a Dick Tracy villain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's built... Tracy, like a, we have to... <laughs> like we have an, to go to the diamond mine. He's built like an anvil.
0: The carrot top is at it again. dee uh, what do you got there, sir? Yep. Um, let's see. Where am I gonna go here? I have a Nikki Glaser one. Okay, we mentioned her a minute ago. Uh, this one was also at the Alec Baldwin roast, um, which had one of the craziest people on the dais of all time in fucking Robert De Niro. Yeah, and she's like, and you, I. <laughs> Number one, you notice Robert De Niro's old, which always feels sort of like, ugh, because he's like, he's a little more hunchy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but then to have all the comedians dig in deep on it, to which Nikki Glaser says, I am glad to be here with you, Robert De Niro, on this stage. And this stage being the final one of your life.
1: <laughs> Again, <laughs> like kind of took a sharp left turn. Yep.
0: Glazier's very good at those. She's very good at the, um, it's this, it's a more modern comedy bit where they, like, staccato the beat so they can lay out the rest of the punchline.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natasha Leggero does something very similar. Yes. She'll kind of, she'll give you this kind of, uh, staccato off-tempo delivery, and then there's a pause, and then... Like the rest of it follows. It's almost like half the punchline is delivered and then the mm-hmm. second exactly. half kinda comes in at the end and loops around. Yeah.
0: I'm sure it's got a name in comedy circles, oh, but sure. it's a it is a very more modern uh beat of a I don't know, it's of a swerve joke. Yeah. Like, yeah, all yeah. That. So the
1: other thing that was weird about the comedy central roasts is that I mean for a while, the ongoing joke was, uh, hey, it's Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. They canceled the show, but clearly these guys are still under contract, so let's just use them for all of the celebrity roasts. <laughs> That's fair. But then you started ending up with, like, people who, like, why the fuck are you on the dais? Like, mm-hmm. what what purpose do you serve? Like, like fucking De Niro. Like, why why is he there? And sometimes they're there as a secondary target. Sure. So at the Rob Lowe roast...
0: Yeah, I, I had a feeling that's where this is going.
1: Pete Davidson gets up and starts giving some of his and goes, Ann Coulter is here. Oh my God, if Ann Coulter is here, who's standing out in the field scaring the birds away from our crops? <laughs> and she's just like, she's not laughing the same way everybody else on the dais is. Shh. She's no. just got this, like, teeth, grit, you know, f- skin-pulled-back kind of smile while just staring <sighs> daggers at him. What else did she expect? I don't... I mean... Like, they I was weren't to... handed out cookies because she was there. Like, literally, she was there for another target for everybody on the dais.
0: Yes. Um... And very clearly she was there to promote her book, which she does stupidly. Uh, and she's clearly not enjoying herself. No, no.
1: This was paid. This was being... Her, her dues were paid because it was her time in the barrel on that fucking road.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird one. It, if she's not friends with Rob Lowe, which I don't know whether she is or isn't, then I have to assume maybe this was very similar to when uh, that side of the pulpit tried to do a comedy show. And ju- to fight against the Daily Show, and they just realize that they're not very funny. Yeah, well, that's like, was this them trying to like, look, we can make fun of ourselves? T hee! Look what we brought you. <sighs> I mean, yes, that it, it, it makes sense. I forgot about the book thing, so that does yeah. make
1: sense. But I mean, I don't know if it was an attempt to uh, soften her persona.
0: I, I don't, you know, a, if
1: it didn't work,
0: if that was the attempt but not, uh, n- not on my list from from her specific it was an attack at her was somebody said it might have been Rob Riggle uh who said something like Ann Coulter's here who said her name three times in the mirror yeah but um all right to go to my next one let's see i'm um, down to a couple here uh i guess let's let's kill my bot let's kill my Greg Giraldo uh, triumvirate at the Bob Saget one. Oh, that was a good one. That whole, it might be my favorite roast of all time. And these aren't in any particular order except my last one, uh, which is also from this roast, but we'll get there. Greg Giraldo says, "Cloris Leachman, you're so old you lost your virginity to a druid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. It's such a stupid joke. <laughs> Just you lost your virginity to a druid. I it but like the I, but the humor's
1: <laughs> there, the punchline's there, and we like I can hear Geraldo's voice delivering it <laughs> in that kind of angry sort yeah. of delivery
0: that he has. You know, Chloris, you're a genius. You angry bush mummy or whatever you would call her. Yeah. Oh, please.
1: Uh, so I did, uh, we talked, I know before we hit the record button, we talked about, I, I went back through some of the old, uh, old Friar's Club roasts. <laughs> the, oh, you actually said you had one. Yeah, original yes. Friar's Club roasts. Um, and they're rough. Like they are, if you want to talk about uh, a, a piece of entertainment that is specifically linked. To a era And mm-hmm. a national Attitude uh, You look at things like Archie Bunker And you look at things sure. like Old school Friars Club roast. Yeah, This was the Friars Club roast Of Sammy Davis Jr.
0: I knew this was coming Go ahead <laughs>
1: And there are so many Just Uncomfortable Jokes yeah, and, and I'm was, sure
0: the people in the crowds are laughing their ass It was above.
1: bold because uh, obviously you've got Sammy up on the dais, mm-hmm. but you also have Nipsey Russell and Wilt Chamberlain up on the dais. Gotcha. And they're making very uncomfortable racial jokes for the time, yeah. to the point where like part of the gag was Wilt Chamberlain would like stand up angrily and like point at the guy who said the joke. You know, Milton Berle dropped a couple of them, and he's looking at Sammy and. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain is behind him And he drops a joke On Sammy and Wilt stands up and, and Milton Brill just looks at Sammy and goes He's not walking towards me is he Like they knew That it was you know Yeah it was it was uncomfortable But one yeah. of the people up on the dais was Freddie Prinz Okay And I'm like if a- there's any joke that I'll be able to take It's going to be Freddie Prinz Giving a joke to Sammy Davis Jr Understood Sammy was someone who was really dazzling to a kid just out of New York. Like like a fascinating sight. Wearing a long, white fur coat, rings, jewelry, high heels. (laughs) I didn't know whether to ask him for an autograph or a date. Now, years later, I realize it could have been both. (laughs) One of the the few jokes that that are repeatable from that roast. Many, many, (laughs) many, many, many of them are not.
0: No, and, like, even watching the, like, the Flavor Flav one or the Justin Bieber one, there is a lot of racial humor in those. But there is also a lot of people of color on the dais. Yep. Making jokes amongst their friends. Not the world of the 60s. Yeah, no, different, 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 different. Um... One of my favorite comedians who has passed. This is my second to last one, <clears throat> and I haven't seen enough of him. In just an... you don't see people talk about him. Was Patrice O'Neill?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: was so good.
1: Another one. Tough crowd for Colin Quinn. Another holdover. Yep, very from much that. so. Yep, they
0: were. I mean, that's the entire area era of like Opie and Anthony comedy. Yep. Because um, it's him talking to Jim Norton again, whom I love, uh, and he says. And for those who are not aware of Jim Norton, he is, at the time, he was sort of pudgy balding. He just looks like a muppet. <laughs> looks like a and thumb. Patrice, he does. And then I think that's his line about himself. Yeah. Uh, Patrice, goes, Cous- Norton, you're shaped like any container you are poured into. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not entirely wrong. No, at the time, most certainly not. Um, if you have never seen just anybody If, if you want to go see Patrice O'Neill He had one comedy special called Elephant in the Room And it's it's fucking art
1: That's Back great
0: Alright yeah I got two left Yep yep I have one more So uh, I have one that is
1: definitively Better than the other so I'm going to save that one For last uh, This is from the Charlie Sheen roast Charlie Sheen to William Shatner who okay. was, Who was on the dais You know, I personally asked that William Shatner be here, only because I needed some clean urine. We had to wring it out of the diaper, but it did the job.
0: (laughs) Excuse me. I ran out of time to sit and rewatch the Shatner one, because I know there's some beautiful Betty White in there.
1: Oh, yeah. She had a great one against Shatner where she goes, I once had sex with Bill Shatner... Oh, the memory! Him lying on top of me, beat red, panting and gasping for air, and I said, "Hurry up, Bill! The roast is about to start." (laughs) She was she she was killer because, again, she was like everybody's favorite grandma and would just come out with the absolute fuck raunchiest shit ever,
0: and it. I understand there's a certain amount of theater to where, like, Jeff Ross writes some of the jokes for, for some of the comics and stuff. I never want to know. I do not want to know whether somebody wrote Betty's or Cloris Leachman's humor or jokes because they're funny people. They lived funny lives. Yeah. I don't want to know whether they, those jokes were brought to them. I want to believe that they said, oh, I finally get to do this. Yeah. I, I get to, like, I get to be the 80-year-old woman going up there and telling, like, pubic hair-in-my-teeth te- jokes. That's just amazing. All right, you have one more, sir. I do have one more, and this is my favorite bit. It's it's less a single joke, but an entire bit from uh, one of the roasts, and the comedian is Gilbert Gottfried, who did many a bit. Like there's some of the jokes, some of the ones where he goes up and he just starts talking, and you have no idea where he's going. Um, I believe in the Roseanne one, he. Does an entire news report about Rosilla attacking a city and just continues on and on. But in the Bob Saget roast, Gilbert Gottfried goes up and says, why should we pick Bob Saget for a roast who raped and killed a girl in 1990? Because first of all, it's not true. It is not true that Bob Saget raped and killed a girl <laughs> in 1990. This. If you have any proof that Bob Saget raped and killed a girl. And he keeps fucking going. And he says it in that same passive, passive, passive Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh, he tears. He
1: almost got himself canceled. And because he almost got himself canceled because of a joke he made, yes. an entire movie came about from that situation. It's one of the most brilliant moments,
0: I would argue, in comedy.
1: Yeah, he, he, it was right after 9-11, and he made a yep. joke that, you know, sorry I'm late, my flight had a layover at the Empire State Building, and the crowd just fucking turned on him. Yeah, I'm so like even the dais looked week after. Yeah, the dais after. looked very uncomfortable. The crowd kind of turned on him. Every time he opened his mouth, there was like just like muttering and almost and he just turns and starts telling the aristocrat's joke. Mhm. And by the end of the joke, the audience is back on his side to the point where because of that he went and s- and decided to do a movie where he goes out and basically just asks all these other comedians to tell their version of the aristocrats joke.
0: Yeah, it was uh, him, Paul Provenza, and yep. I want to say Gillette.
1: Yep. But right. yeah, that was just like you want to talk too soon. That yeah, was, that was uh,
0: the. Re- Roast of Hugh Hefner, if I remember correctly.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And there are—I mean, there have been other people since then. These aren't on my list. I'm so just to kind of tag off that who have made nine eleven jokes.
0: Very much so. Uh, There's quite a few against Pete Davidson. Oh my I buy. God, Pete Davidson, whose father legitimately passed away during. Who's 9/11. the? Who's the? 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 Oh, I can't remember his name. Jimmy man. Carr.
1: Yes. Yep. That was it. He, about he Go found ahead. it he found it terrible and insulting that people were up here making jokes about Pete Davidson's heroic firefighter father who perished in the twin towers on 911 this is not the roast of Pete Davidson's father <laughs> that was on September 11th and you're just like oh my god <laughs> but I mean, it's not entirely unexpected from Jimmy Carr either, unfortunately, but there are tons of, yeah, Davidson's made jokes about it too. He made a joke at the Bieber roast about how, you know, he grew up, you know, my dad died 9-11 and I grew up for most of my young years without a father and I always always felt how how unfortunate I was to grow up without a father until I met your father. And. (laughs) And then I was okay with my father dying in 9/11 and you're just like <laughs>
0: wow dude. And then he follows up with on a, on a uh, like on a similar topic. Let's talk we have two people from Soul Plane on the steak.
1: Yeah. Uh So my number one roast joke. I didn't even see it at the roast. Okay, I saw it from a YouTube video of outtakes and bloopers from a completely different show. And it is one of the best least fat on a roast joke I think I have heard. So it always puts it very high up in my hierarchy. Um, There's like an hour and 45 minute long YouTube video of outtakes and bloopers from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, okay. And they're doing a a commercial break and resetting something and Drew is just bantering with the audience and goes, Okay, so so some of the uh so here's a good line from, from my celebrity roast. Uh Jeff Ross gets up and says Uh Drew Carey is to comedy what Mariah Carey is to comedy. <laughs> There's no fat on that. Nope. And uh, immensely humorous. Uh, and the fact that like, you know, that drew is repeating it in that kind of way. Like, you know, he appreciates yeah. that kind of, uh, deprecating humor. Of course. Um, but that that ends up being the number one on my list.
0: Very, very good. And like, we could probably just <clears throat> sitting here talking, going back and forth. Remember another dozen of them. Oh, easily. Um, just one quick shot. Uh, was it Nikki Glaser talking to Jewel? She, oh. said her teeth are, she said her teeth are like the Spice Girls. There's five of them. They're all different colors, and they just kind of do what they want. <laughs>
1: They're all kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel is here, or as I like to call her, Trailer Swift. <laughs> oh. To which she even went, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and she made the tooth joke. And Jewel is laughing at it, but now all of a sudden she's kind of doing that petite hee hee he- hee laugh where she's putting her mouth, her hand up over her mouth because now right. she's feeling self-conscious about it. I think she also said, Jewel is here. I don't want to badmouth you, Jewel. God's already done that. <laughs> but she went in on Jewel's teeth. Oh, And it's, you know, from Glazer, like, when you get those kind of jokes from Glazer, from Natasha Leggero... It, they hit different because they're not unattractive women. No, not at all. So to get up there and just come out with haymakers like the way they do, you kind of expect that kind of stuff from like Alisa Lampanelli, you know? Uh, right. But yeah, it's there were some good. Now it's like now I just want to, you know, pull up YouTube and put on, you know, a collection of the best roasts and just fall asleep to it and watch like the next four hours of them.
0: I mean, that's kind of what I did today while I did my chores. Yeah. Um, And if any, I think they're on Paramount. Not all of them, but quite a few of them. You can find the rest on YouTube or on the internet and other places. But my friend, uh, if people wanted to roast us, where (laughs) could they find all of the places where we are roastable?
1: (laughs) Oh, excuse me. You can go to you can go to somethingcast.com, which is the repository of all things something. Not only can you find all the buttons and widgets and doodads for all the different social media platforms we're on, but on all of the podcatchers you can listen to us on. And dear listeners, I haven't ask. If you are a first-time listener, if you are a long-time listener, if you have listened a while ago and left and just recently came back, regardless, as you're listening to this podcast, once it wraps up, do us a solid, go to your podcatcher of choice wherever you just listened to this most recent episode, and give us a review and A-rating. It helps us in the algorithms. It helps other people find us. If you follow us on social media and you see us post about a new episode, do us a solid and give us a re-skeet, whatever the the kids are calling it nowadays. Yeah. Um, give us a repost of, of our episode posts on social media. Help us broaden our visibility and get more listeners into the something fold.
0: Yes. And um, also feel free to go to said podcatcher and also leave a comment and say, these guys are A-OK with us. They're neato. And Bob Saget. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I'm good. Brilliant. Well, thank you all for joining us. And uh, we'll be back next week with more funny shit. I'm James Hatton. I'm Podcast Rob. Bye. Later. Later. Something, something, something. Okay, here we go.